everyone. Welcome to the second edition of Hockey Talk Backstage. Justin Bradford along with Lucy here. And we have a special guest joining us. It'll be Megan today, also with the Preds Energy team. Uh, it's our second episode and kind of reflecting on things that happened about a year ago. I know my Facebook members are popping up on sports going on pause and everything. And I know, Lucy, you and Megan were in a unique position as well. So let's go ahead and welcome uh, Megan to the show. Welcome, Megan. Megan. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. So You're let's welcome. let's just dive right into this because we're kind of doing the reflection episode here on the pandemic because it's all kind of what we were experiencing too with all three of our different day jobs plus our hobbies mm-hmm. and things like that too. But y'all were not even home when all this news started happening and things started shutting down. Uh, Lucy, we'll start with you. What what were y'all doing? <laughs> um, we were in Gatlinburg. Oh, on vacation. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shocker, right? Everyone always jokes. I mean, basically we're locals at this point, but we we're in Gatlinburg and I had gone up, I think like a day before mm-hmm. and another friend came up and that's just kind of when stuff started shutting down. And then they got up there and we were like, wow, stuff is really shutting down. So are we even going to get home at this point? Because we didn't know. <laughs> Nobody knew what was Nobody going on. Yet. So it was like, you know, travel bans, like what happened? It was intense. It was kind of scary. So Megan, you, you also, you were, were talking off air too about everybody was hoarding stuff, but you want to make sure your cats were fed. I was stressed about my cats. I was like, I have to go to this Walgreens right now. I have to find kitty litter and cat food. I have to make sure that my cats are fed. It, it was very scary. Not going to lie. We really had no idea if we were going to make it back home. I had family members calling and, you know, being like, where are you? You need to get back. Everything's closing down. And I mean, luckily we made it back in time, but. Yeah. And then everything just completely shut down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember I went to, to Gatlinburg. It was the end of May, beginning of June, just like to, to get away, to do outdoorsy Mm -hmm. stuff, to do some Mm -hmm. hiking and everything like that. And it was still a little weird and everything being around there and everything too. But so you, you're in that moment. Was this like the weekend of all the sports shutting down that you all were there? I don't remember. It was basically the last, it was the last weekend before the world shut down. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was the weekend before St. Patrick's day. Right. Yep. Um, okay. I remember at that moment, I, or during that weekend, I knew the Ryman had shut down. Okay. I think and that's when they kind the of made the announcement shut down too. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't remember when, Preds called it, but I just remember that was, was like re- the last normal weekend of the world. It, it, yeah. it really was, and we're still not even recovered from that yet. Mm-mm. It's uh, still still waiting. As I check my clock here, <laughs> still <laughs> still have a little while to go. It's another long march, is what it seems like. But Megan, so in your day job, you're in the auto industry as well. But it's one of those things. It wasn't just not even the pandemic, but the tornado. I mean, the tornado in Wilson County affected mm-hmm. you as well. So it was a double whammy hit for you. And as we reflect back on this, just what is it, what was that like to think back now a year ago to recovery of that, that it goes from one thing right to another? Right. Well, we weren't even, you know, prepared for the tornado. So when that hit, that was a complete shocker. I was, we were down out of work for about two weeks, couldn't even go into the office. And so when we went in, we didn't expect a pandemic to happen. You know, we went in normally and then I was maybe there a week tops before they sent us home for the pandemic. So it was just literally one thing after another. One thing after another. And Lucy, with you, I mean, being in the music industry and also a venue, we all knew that what the, what was coming. I know for mm-hmm. the Skirmahorn, we were postponing mm-hmm. saying, oh, we'll have concerts in June and July. We're yeah. rescheduling everything. That ended pretty quickly. Uh, but what was it like at the Ryman in terms of handling customer service and handling all these different things that were going on? Just, I'm sure it was a, it was a, it was a mess that had to be dealt with. 
Yeah. So I think I kind of got off easy because my last shift was probably either, I think the Wednesday or yeah, I think it was that Wednesday and it was um, Scotty McCreary. And so it was a big deal because he was doing his show, but what was really cool was that all um, that he made in merch that night, he was putting towards the tornado relief. So then, you know, I think I kind of after that night, things got a little bit more serious with COVID, but I was already gone. And then, so I, I obviously didn't return that next Monday to work. So by now the managers and stuff had to go in and refund tickets. They had closed for a month and then, you know, turned into two months. And then I don't even remember (laughs) when they reopened, to be honest. Right. It's been like a slow roll. (laughs) mm -hmm. Like what, where were you that last normal weekend? Uh, So the, the, the weekend before everything shut down, I was actually in Tampa for college hockey regionals and I had a slight cough. And oh. didn't think anything of it. Oh, no. And uh, yeah, it gets better. Uh, uh, so on air on Wednesday for Penalty Box here to the live show on 1025 The Game. And we had people in studio, multiple people in studio as guests. And while we're in studio, before we get to our fourth segment, our last segment, which begins around 845 at night, everything's just blowing up on Twitter about the NBA shutting down, about the NHL going to release an official statement. The MLB is going to release something. MLS is going to release something. We're going to hear something mm-hmm. from all the different sports leagues. The NCAA tournament is shutting down. And that was going on in Nashville yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> the, it was one of those things that all breaks on air. I'm like, folks, this is a hockey show, but this is this is intense news we have right now. The, the National Basketball Association, the NBA, has announced that they will be postponing the rest of their season due to a positive case. And then obviously – they share arenas with NHL teams in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we'll hear a statement from the NHL. And that's pretty much what the last segment was about. And I started thinking to myself, when I have this slight cough and it's not going away, I should probably go get tested. I ended up, I actually played hockey that night too, but I wasn't thinking anything of it. And the next morning mm-hmm. on Thursday, it's like, I really need to go. I made an appointment, went and got tested for the flu at the Vanderbilt walk-in clinic. They said, okay, that came back negative. And then when that came back negative, they came in looking like <laughs> the quarantine squad from Monsters, Inc. Oh, no. When 23-19 happens <laughs> in full-on gear, covered from head to toe, gloves and everything, multiple layers of PPE on them. And like, we're going to do a COVID test that's going to go deep in your nasal cavity. I'm like, oh, God, here oh, we go. Man. This is the week of everything happening. Mm-hmm. They swap it. And they say, okay, you need to self-quarantine for a couple of days till we get results. And it took three days and i'm ter- negative They're like, it's just a respiratory infection I'm like well thank god i had three days not knowing what was going on yeah and me and my girlfriend are stuck in the house still working and everything but not knowing what's going on either but that was like the first experience and i, I didn't post for a few days because i didn't really want to freak people out or yes at my workplace out that i yeah. might have been around so that's really like it hit right off the bat i was one of the first people to get tested in tennessee when you really think about it because they said you meet all the signs to actually qualify for a test it's just like, so that's crazy. So went into quarantine right off the bat, and then really didn't even leave uh, the house much. I went to the office once, and the Nashville Symphony. We were shut down and working from home. March, April, May, and then June is when furlough started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so working from home, trying to put content together. I mean, I, I know it's different for every venue, but us as an organization, we actually have people that we have musicians. You know, T-Pack's a little different. They have, they don't have their own. They bring in things. The ballet has their own. Um, but the symphony, we're trying to create content, digital content. What can we do to keep people in, invigorated in Music City? We have to create new music. We have all these concerts canceled and everything. And musicians, everybody's scared and knowing everything's going to shut down and that we're going to be mm-hmm. out of work soon. Like it was always in the back of our head, right? 
that yeah. were going to be out of work yep. and that happened and I was gone from the symphony from June all the way to January and I finally went back and slowly we're re-emerging just like all the other venues are slowly re-emerging mm-hmm. right now but I want to talk about Bridgestone Arena and the Predators with both of you too and how it's been different I know we talked a little bit about that in the first episode Lucy but with Megan I mean with, with your role with the Preds Energy team what's your role been like knowing that you can't have the full squad there all the time as well in terms of communication because y'all are usually together so much during games and it's like go 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 Right. Yeah. It's been very um, interesting having to deal with it in a different manner, not having the fans there, not having all of us there Um, during quarantine. You know, we, we really couldn't do much. I mean, a lot of our things that we did were through zoom calls and meetings and things of that nature, just to keep in contact, make sure everyone was safe and healthy. And we did workouts and stuff together via zoom. So everything just kind of transitioned into the digital world as much as, you know, everybody else did as well. So what, Lucy, what, what your take on that too, in terms of doing the digital workouts and everything, just what was that like? Is it just a good way to socialize with everyone at least every once in a while? Yes. Cause I'm a very social person. So <laughs> I, I can hardly rest and relax on my own, let alone when the world's telling me to do it. I didn't like it. So like, and that was the longest time, like since I have met Megan, um, that I have gone without seeing her. Yeah. So that was really hard. So during the zoom calls and stuff like that, like the meetings and the workouts, it was just, it was like a breath of fresh air, really much. It was weird, but it was so Mm -hmm. nice to see familiar faces and just to Mm -hmm. have like people to talk to. And then I don't even remember when, um, Megan Bridget and I, who's another member of the energy team, we were like, okay, we can't take this anymore. So like, that's like, I think when things started opening up a little bit and we're like, we can do a tailgate. So we tailgated in the um, movie theater parking lot in Cool Springs. <laughs> and we were like six feet and we are like, I, and I'm a hugger. So I was like, uh-huh. I really want to hug you guys, but like, I can't hug you, but I'm just thankful to be here with you guys. So like, that was fun. Yeah. Doing that. It really made you appreciate friendship and that mm-hmm. physical contact that's important. Mm-hmm and socially mm-hmm. important. I mean, that's why I think people have tried to gravitate towards the social distancing to physical distancing because socially mm-hmm. you still need to be connected with people, but yeah. physically apart is basically what it's been. And that's where the rebranding of that whole term has kind of taken place because it's like people realize mental health plays a huge role in all this because I think oh, all 100%. of us were dealing with that, not being oh, our yes. friends. Uh, Zoom yeah. is one thing, but just to physically see someone, it makes it just like with concerts, right? concerts sports everything it's just it's different feeling to be in the presence of someone right yeah and I think we realized that a lot during quarantine but then also I've talked to Megan about this before even though quarantine was hard I think something at least something for me like so beautiful came out of it because you know people were scaling back you know TikTok was a big thing during quarantine (laughs) and you know people were making videos with their family in sweats and posting it and you know I saw pictures or videos of families, you know, letting their kids chalk up the front, you know, door, you know, just, just letting them like, just have fun because there was nowhere else they could do that. So I told Megan before, I was like, everything that we experienced during quarantine, just the simplicity. I just hope that we can continue that in real life, you know, and as it goes on, you know, we were so raw and vulnerable. I just hope that like that continues on once the world's opens up and stuff because I think we really realized that you know the materialistic stuff does not matter at all mm-hmm. the value of people are what is what's important mm-hmm. like doesn't matter like if you go out in sweats or whatever it's just 
the, the company yeah, and that everyone's healthy and everyone's happy. Yeah, you're right. That's my cat. <laughs> now, and you're very right because I've noticed too. I mean, this is probably why I didn't notice I was gaining so much weight because I was wearing gym shorts all the time. Right. <laughs> hey, all of us. Work. Rome, <laughs> I mean, clock again at seven fifty-eight. It's it's yeah. like the is like the apparel mullet going on that your business yes. on top and you know a party at the bottom mm-hmm. is really what it was. Pajama pants, gym shorts. <laughs> Speaking of mullet, I think this is like the one-year anniversary of Tiger King. Oh it wow! Is. Doesn't that seem that like a lifetime a ago? Time. A lifetime everybody, ago. Everybody was watching it at the same time. We truly were bonding. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, over, over Joe. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, if those that follow you two on social media know you're pretty inseparable yeah. <laughs> as friends and everything too. Mm-hmm. How did that? I'll, I'm going to go to Megan first on this one. How did that friendship bond? Was it really because of the Predators Energy Team that that bond formed? Yeah. I met Lucy. What year did you start? It was the, was it the year before the cup or the cup? No, it was the cup run. It was the cup. Mm-hmm. Morris says, hello, everybody. Hey, Morris. Here's <laughs> <laughs> <Excuse> me. <laughs> um, yeah. So the cup run, and then we just hit it off immediately mm-hmm. as best friends. And from then on inseparable. <laughs> it's amazing basically. what things, what, what brings people together. Yeah. Stuff like I that. know. I literally cannot imagine my life without her. (laughs) She's been my best friend, the best travel buddy I could have asked for. So (laughs) it's just, it's so crazy. And like the the other day I texted her, I was like, I just love you so much. Like, please do not go anywhere. Well, I was about to say Gatlinburg would be the same if you two weren't going together. Oh no. (laughs) Gatlinburg wouldn't wouldn't be Gatlinburg without the two of us. So Gatlinburg, obviously very popular destination spot. What is it that draws you to to Gatlinburg is there certain activities or restaurants or bars that you just have to try or go to whenever you go to Gatlinburg we always um, go to Old Smoky yeah right. we love Old Smoky we, we, we love made Old lots Smoky. of friends <laughs> <laughs> we like the tastings but it's su- it's such an easy getaway yeah you now we so leave in close, the morning but you feel mm-hmm. like you're a good distance away to enjoy like a mini vacation mm-hmm. so and you typically- we go there so much that we've met so many friends up there so when mm-hmm. we go sure. up there it's like we have our own little family That's yeah. there. So it's a lot of fun. So there's, especially in that area of Tennessee, there's so many different ways to, to lodge. You preferring mm-hmm. cabins, hotels, little Airbnbs. What's your go-to? This is like our travel portion of the podcast right now too. <laughs> people learn about Gatlinburg and everything. So what are you all preferring to do? Or is it new? you change it up all the time? We change it up. All we right. really do. Most of the time it's a hotel, but we... Um, are looking to do a cabin hopefully mm-hmm. with a, like some of our Nashville friends because yeah right they make fun of us every time we go up and <laughs> we're like we just think you're jealous so at this point I think we're planning Peter's gonna hate yeah you're more than welcome to come you and your girlfriend I think we're planning <laughs> for October so Ooh, to rent fall, an okay. Airbnb mm-hmm. yeah beautiful one up there it's, fall time's I mean, perfect mm-hmm. The colors are beautiful up there. I, I can't wait. Now, granted, I did. We did schedule because I'm I'm almost vaccinated now, so I'm even awesome. more. I, I personally awesome. feel more comfortable to travel. But my girlfriend and I, we planned our first vac- actual vacation in a long time, and we travel a lot. So this has been really difficult. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna go to mm-hmm. Death Valley in May. Oh wow! For stargazing, and that's what's that's gonna be awesome. awesome because it's like no light pollution whatsoever you're over 100 miles from any city the lowest mm-hmm. point in north america you look up and you're actually going to see the galaxy 
And that's so cool. I am that's so cool. Pumped. It's gonna be 100 degrees, dry heat <laughs> worth in it. May, but absolutely worth it. And we're gonna stay in Vegas for a night, so we get a little bit of city, a little bit of desert. So mm-hmm. I can't That'll wait. Be so fun. Got, got an Airbnb that has a nice little like koi pond on it, and looks right into the mountains. So oh, that's perfect. so cool. But yeah, so can't wait to in the morning. I know. Oh, oh exactly. <laughs> they have a Keurig right there, ready for us. So <laughs> the most important, the most, the most important. important. The coffee. I'm well, I, I miss Every... traveling so much because it's one of those things. I had so much money in my travel banks from canceled flights. I was like, we gotta spend it somewhere. <laughs> we have to yeah. go somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Megan and I love to travel, but when we travel, we're always like, "Where's the closest coffee shop?" One hundred percent. We'll okay. book a place solely based on how close <laughs> the coffee wow. is. Okay, so Megan, what is your coffee order then? Oh, cold brew. Cold brew. Okay, just cold mm-hmm. brew. Any, any additions to it? Straight up cold brew. It used to be um, an ice caramel latte, but now okay. it's just cold brew. Okay. All right, Lucy, your your go to order. Quarantine did that to me. I needed something stronger. <laughs> <laughs> um, an iced coffee with cream, maybe some hazelnut, and sometimes if I'm feeling generous to myself. I will do the cold foam on top. Ooh, yes. Ooh. A little, add a little so bit good. Spice. Mm-hmm. See, what about you? I, I like the nitro cold brew. Got to be nitro. Nice. I, I like the nitro. I'll pay for it. And cold foam <laughs> on top. Mm-hmm. So it's just think... all, it's smooth. I like it when it's oh. like smooth like that. And you get your hit of caffeine and also good mm-hmm. flavor. It's not too bitter. <laughs> but Starbucks during the fall Fair. when they have the pumpkin spice. Oh, you're so basic. I Ooh, know. Your I eyes, know. Girl, get it I, no, 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 not wearing get the Uggs. I wasn't gonna. Was gonna throw myself <laughs> under the bus like that. But the they have the pumpkin <laughs> cold foam. Oh, oh yeah, that's so good. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. You guys, are yes. what I'm talking about. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. You can't know. disagree mm-hmm. with it. I, so good. I think. Well, I, no, I was gonna say. I think this past year was my first year. I did not have a PSL in a long time. Yeah, I don't know if I so it wasn't out and about. For it. Now yeah. you're going to order like five at one time. Oh, great. Because I need 2000 <laughs> calories and two drinks. <laughs> well, it's not even like the same because they come out in August. I know. It's so hot. I know, out it's too. early. I'm like, I don't want a pumpkin spice latte in August. No, I don't want to feel like, like it's too hot for just like I understand why Halloween candy comes out in August, but it just doesn't feel right yet because the no. chocolate's melting on the way to the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the days where we used to go to, to school in September? Yeah, I do. Girl, I do no. Okay. So I mean, we didn't do. do that here. Yes, <laughs> in September. So my birthday's in August, but like in July, they would have the school supply stuff out. And I'm like, yo, we didn't even get to my pool party yet. I don't want to see the school <laughs> supplies <laughs> out. Like, <laughs> It's different in the South. It's, it's like August 1st is what it is. Yeah, it ours was like, I remember going in one time, it was like July 28th, like something oh my crazy. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No. It, for, for me, yeah, when girl. I was in secondary school, so high school down in Franklin, it was starting typically around August 18th. And then mm-hmm. they started going to that balanced calendar thing where they'd have, which I kind of like because you get longer spring break, you get and a fall, fall break, break you yeah. get those, which was nice. But starting school August 1st. And for me, I was in marching band. And so we'd have to have band camp sometime, which is outside in the summer heat. Mm-hmm. Dear God, I can't imagine. <laughs> being yeah. out in the in middle of July doing that, let alone middle of August. So that was my brother, poor thing. <laughs> but then I was also conditioning for tennis. So we were both suffering at the same time. Oh gosh. Yeah. So we'd have mm-hmm. our workouts outside. Oh, oh yeah. So we all sweat a lot <laughs> in school yeah. to be young again, to be young again. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to hear it. My gray hair just keep on forming every day. I find oh, 
Oh, we don't want to hear it we either. We talk about our gray hair all the time. I'm like, Lucy, we were in- how many that I pulled out today? <laughs> we even pulled some out in Gatlinburg. Yes. Oh. I was like, oh. do you see that? Yeah. Can you get that? I can what, see it. It's just what like a Gatlinburg bright tradition. light. You know, well, I know. It just started this last trip. So like, who's to say how many more we're going to have next time? Okay. So let's back, go back to Gatlinburg. What would you say is the most overhyped tourist attraction in that area? Gatlinburg slash Pigeon Forge. Put you on the spot here. Sky Bridge. Okay. That's a good yeah. one. That is good. Cause it's pretty yeah. expensive, isn't it? I mean, it's I guess, expensive for what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. You, I guess you have to do it once if and you've never like, done it. it off. But it's right. one of those yeah. one and done type situations. Like I went and do it three times. Cause beautiful Cause view, but yeah. Yeah, you're paying twenty. Unless you're afraid of heights, zero recommends. Yeah, do not do that. You're paying twenty four dollars to recommend. get ski lifted up, and then just to walk across the bridge. The so ski lift is fun though, right? Uh, that one's pretty steep. Like we like oh, going to Anakista. Anakista is our jam. Yeah, but the, okay. that that sky lift, uh, the the ski lift going up to Anakista is not that intense. But the one going up to the sky bridge is like woo. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I've heard that. It's beautiful views, but yeah, $25 to walk across a bridge seems a little, mm-hmm. uh, a little steep. Yeah. A little steep. It and also is like is... wintertime. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I like I pretty just... snow. I'd totally take it. <laughs> I, yeah. If if someone was to comp our tickets, for sure. Go oh, through. yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure we all love in this industry, love being comp tickets and being asked for comp tickets all the time. Yeah, 100%. It's a little hard all nowadays because if concerts are starting, you know, it's a limited capacity. So they don't have Man, a lot of comp tickets. Yeah, <laughs> they'll have a lot of comp tickets going around. But we're going to go, well, I don't remember when my last concert was. But we're going to go to our first concert since quarantine next month at the Ryman. Oh, wow. Who, who's performing? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Rice. Okay. All yeah, right. so it should be fun. So I have not stepped foot in that building since my last shift. Oh wow. So it's very surreal for you. Yeah, it might be a little emotional going back in. Um, I've been outside probably six times of that building, mm-hmm. uh, but I have not been been in. And it's this is gonna sound really weird, but I cannot wait to smell the smell again. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, that's not weird, especially if you're a place that you're used to and you work in. I mean, for me, the Skirmahorn, I'm taking walks every day around. It's just so dark and everything, but we are having our fashion show. We're doing that like in person, spread out and virtually. And we just announced our entertainment, which is um, Carly Pierce and Runaway June. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. So that'll be, that'll be pretty cool, especially because they're more up and coming more than anything else than Mm -hmm. singer songwriter, which would be really cool, especially more of an empty hall kind of, I think play well for them because you actually be able to hear the talent coming out of their, their voices. Yeah. And Carly Pierce is a big time um, performer and supporter and lover of the Opry. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. She's actually on the front cover of the Nashville magazine that I get once a month. Like this is perfect timing. <laughs> so that, that's the fun part about working at the Skirmish Horns. We have events like that, where we do that crossover and get country mm-hmm. artists as well, performing in a symphony hall and everything too. And then for the ball, typically we have that happen as well. It's, it's pretty darn cool to see crossover because we'll have country artists that want to perform with a live orchestra. I'm like, hello, we're right here. Come on. Yes. Come <laughs> so have you, have you worked a live event yet? No, not a live event. Um, wow. the, the only live events I've been to are the Predators games yeah. uh, mm-hmm. as media, but our first live event will be the fashion show in the end of oh, okay. And then we're announcing our season in the early May because we're actually going to announce a season for the symphony, Good. which which will be fantastic. And I know TPAC is also getting ready to announce their full Broadway season as well. So 
We're close. Wow. We're so close, people. We're so close to getting back Slowly to where we can go out and, and go to venues. Exactly. And, and experience the arts again in whatever form you appreciate of the arts. We're so, so close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, very- so how, how do you feel? How do you think you're going to feel working that? The fashion show, event. I think it'll be exciting. The first like classical concert, we have our full orchestra on stage and especially mm-hmm. like the first movie in concert. Cause I, I love movie scores. So when we finally hit like our Harry Potter or star Wars or something like that, or Christmas movie in concert, I'm probably going to cry. Yeah, because it's absolutely experience because movies and concert. So for those of you that don't know, the national symphony does movies and concert where they play, the orchestra plays the entire score to the movie while you're watching the movie on a big screen above them. If you've never experienced that you, when you experience it once, you never go and want to experience it a different way again because imagine any of these movies as a child growing up, for instance, like Home Alone. It's been the thing every year of watching Home Alone with the orchestra playing the John Williams score. And you're listening to it and you're going, I didn't realize they're playing through the entire movie pretty much. I mean, same thing, Star Wars, Harry Potter. I mean, we've done Final Fantasy for the video game enthusiasts out there and so many different ones. Um, we did Nightmare Before Christmas. We did Coco. It's, oh, it's no. so awesome, it's, right? I mean, that, right, exactly. It's the, the experience <laughs> of that. Even with we had Spanish guitars on stage for it. Disney is That's so cool. Oh, oh man. Disney, but you're a for that movie. <laughs> oh, Coco is one of my favorites. I've, I've Coco Funko Pops. <laughs> I have to, but it is one of those things that's so unique to experience. I know multiple cities do it, but the Nashville Symphony has now won 14 Grammys. Oh, wow. So, really? That is awesome. Oh, I didn't hell even know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, just, that's awesome. Just won another one last week when it was announced with Christopher Rouse's Fifth Symphony uh, for classical composition. So that's our 14th symphony. We have 26 nominations. And all. Wow. So that's to, so cool. to see and hear a 14-time Grammy-winning orchestra perform a movie score live, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's legit. So so let me go to Megan now, because both of you I know like concerts. Aside from a local national venue, have you experienced a concert somewhere else in, that you really enjoyed in a different venue? I don't think so. All of my venues have either been at okay. Nissan State or like all my concerts have been at either Nissan Stadium or Bridgestone. Okay. Now, or, um, what was the old amphitheater? Oh, Starwood? Star- yes. That's how you know you're an <laughs> I OG local. I saw my local. first concert there. You want to know who it was? Yes. Britney Spears, the queen herself. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Her I <laughs> Did It Again tour? Yep, I was there. <laughs> so Starwood for me. So you can tell Megan and I have been here for a while in, in Nashville. Yeah, tell me your uh, age without telling me your age. Exactly. So Starwood, my first concert not my first real concert, my first concert was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in concert at Star Wars. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> With like them dancing and singing and every, battling on stage. Then my first concert concert was No Doubt. Yes. Oh, cool. Love it. No Doubt. And that was, it, their opening act was Weezer. And oh my gosh. This was, throwback. I was in, it's very much a throwback. I was in seventh grade and they actually had to postpone or cancel the rest of the concert because of lightning. I didn't even get to hear them play Don't Speak. <laughs> uh-uh. Refund immediately. I, I, I went with my parents. I'm in seventh grade. So with my parents, we didn't know what concerts were like, really. And mm-hmm. that no doubt was an adult act. 
And so the language that was being used on stage kind of threw my parents off a little bit what they were trying to get the crowd to chant. And I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. I'm in seventh grade with my parents at a No Doubt concert. What is going on? Just look away. I had to look away and then didn't get to hear the song because my mom knew the song because she listens to 107.5 all the time. Even back then and even now, she listens to Woody and Jim in the morning. But then she's like, we didn't even get to hear Don't Speak. That's me doing her (laughs) Filipino accent uh, right there. But that was... Those are my first, I think, only two concerts at Starwood, unfortunately. unfortunately. Britney Spears was the only one that I went to. Oh, man. I wish you could have seen mm-hmm. so much more as an adult. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lucy, what about you? You would have liked terms? it, Lou. It oh, was yeah. a good little venue. Probably so. Um, I think my favorite, well, the Greek theater in LA is Ooh. really cool. I love, um, I saw, I don't know how many concerts there I saw, but it was always my favorite. But my bucket list was to see Kenny Chesney at Gillette Stadium. Okay. And so I got to do that and it was pretty freaking cool. <laughs> Bringing two so, loves together like that. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Because, you know, cousin Tom. Yeah, I was right. like, and I think Boo. that year. Like, whatever. <laughs> Who said that? Um, I think that year, I was so upset because I've never seen Tom Brady play and I've always wanted to. I think that year was the year that he was here for preseason. Okay. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Of course. The joke was like, you can't, you can't have two Brady's in the same town, whatever. So, <laughs> but it was pretty cool. And then I um, saw him there. And then the next year I saw George Strait at Gillette. So um, I've only seen I, just a handful, maybe three concerts at Bridgestone. Oh, wow. The, yeah. The Greek theater in LA is my favorite. Gillette is my favorite. And I tell myself, I'm like, I know all I made it in the music industry when I'm working a show at the Greek and at Gillette. So I'll right. uh, so no made made it when I get there. Oh yeah. Bucket list for me, I gotta see short red rocks. I was gonna oh, say yes, one hundred percent. I figured mm-hmm. I'd get that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I've always wanted to see one there too. Oh man, I what so one of my favorite bands, especially in concerts, need to breathe. And they don't get necessarily a lot of radio play, but they're so fantastic in concert, especially outdoors. They are not an arena type of performing act but apparently red rocks had a friend that go there but i've seen them at ascend now multiple times even traveled to georgia to see them but need to breathe is fantastic in concert they had johnny swim open for them before too it was pretty incredible I, well, duh the ryman ryman's well, yeah. the best yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that goes without shout saying. out <laughs> of course now did you all see too the new amphitheater opening down in williamson county in thompson station i did see that i saw uh, an article but i was at work so i didn't get to read it but that's awesome it yeah, is. that's it's, awesome. It's going to be interesting because there's so many places to go see concerts in Nashville now. I'm curious on the booking more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like kind of diving in more yeah. on the backstage and everything too. But we all are, are, are very aware that 10, well, 15 years ago, Nashville is not a destination for concerts. Megan, I'm sure you remember how yeah. there weren't times when you'd have major acts coming to Nashville. We'd have to travel <laughs> to Memphis or Atlanta if we want yeah. really big acts. And now it's like Elton John did two times in Nashville. It's like, which is crazy. It would never have happened before for him to come back. <laughs> so, but also he was a fantastic concert at Bridgestone. He was incredible. Um, I think the, the what's unique too is that we're going to see so many good unique acts that we always wanted to do outdoor concerts coming mm-hmm. up. We have two amphitheaters. And yep. the Thompson Station one looks, reminds me a lot of Starwood. If anything, kind of the layout of it is a little bit different. So I'm very curious to see that. What, okay, what's an artist now for both of you? We'll go to Megan first that you have never seen in concert that you just absolutely want to. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a toughie. 
You know, I'm going to have to go George Strait. I would love to see some George Strait. I went and saw Garth. Okay. Fantastic. Oh, yes. Loved it. Got to go old country. I'm going to say George. All right. Lucy? I pretty much have seen and worked with Don't flex on us so hard. (laughs) I'm just just being honest. Like that I could have ever dreamt of seeing. But I think I would have to... I've seen Brooks and Dunn play like at award shows and stuff. But I Mm -hmm. think I would love a Brooks and Dunn concert. I got to go to their final concert together at Bridgestone. Why? I was up in the nosebleeds. I was like two rows. It doesn't matter. You were there. I was Mm -hmm. there. I was there. I was totally there. There is somebody else I want (laughs) to see, but I can't remember because you put me on the spot. Yeah. I know. I like to to do that. Mm -hmm. Make you think a little bit. (laughs) Brooks and Dunn for sure. Who's yours? Me. uh, So I've been able to cover a lot. So this is me flexing now but I'm flexing, <laughs> I'm flexing due to my age too just because a lot it happens with age I mean I got to see Billy Joel at the at Madison Square Garden a couple That's years awesome. ago which was just ridiculous because he doesn't perform all the time either mm-hmm. it's not like he tours mm-hmm. he plays like at Madison Square Garden or Orlando for some reason I mean that's, <laughs> that's that's about it uh, we got to see him play there got to see Elton John uh won tickets to Pink which was actually really incredible she was fantastic I want to see her so bad I uh, bet she's yeah she was just, I mean, what's one of those things you don't expect, like, especially me, because I know Pink songs, but it's not like I've been mm-hmm. obsessed with her, but she's such an entertainer. And same thing, we mm-hmm. won tickets through Verizon to JLo down in Atlanta. And <laughs> you want to talk about an entertainer? She's one. She Jenny was from the one. Block. I mean, she knows how to put on a show. So she was great. I think right now my, my top list is probably going to be like Bruno Mars or The Weeknd is okay. where I'm at right yes. now with those because I think most of the country acts that I've wanted to see I've gotten out of the way like I've seen Garth Brooks a couple times Mm -hmm. um, which has been great his flood relief show and then when he came back through a couple years ago as well so I've seen him plenty of times and I've seen other country artists I saw JT in Houston of all places I saw JT here when he came for the 2020 yeah entertainers he did a good show um so yeah I, I think Bruno Mars is my probably my top right now he I was very good when he did the Super Bowl halftime. Yeah, I, I, that's and I love entertainers and more than anything else. It doesn't have to be like necessarily the best vocalists, but entertainers. And in terms of vocalists, I love Michael Bublé. Mm, yes. How could you not? I know, but it's one of those things that gets me about as an entertainer. His tickets are so freaking expensive, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like hundred twenty dollars for upper bowl. Uh, which is crazy for him but I remember this was like back in 2010 2011 to show how powerful of a, of a voice he has in Bridgestone Arena now he takes everything turns everything off he has the mics get turned off he has his band put their instruments down and everything and just the spotlight on him and without any voice enhancement whatsoever he sings the last phrase of one of his songs and belts it out to echo through the whole arena he's like I need everybody to be quiet oh you just gave me chills a microphone yeah and you're able to hear him completely every yeah. word he's saying because how powerful his voice was but everyone was quiet too and you could just hear a pin drop but you heard his voice oh my like, gosh I that was worth show. it right that there. sounds incredible yep. for that right there it's worth it plus the way he talks about hockey <laughs> as well and because he's fun. canadian right yes he's from vancouver so he's definitely a canucks fan and the way he talks about his family and the jokes about his wife because his wife's from South America and everything too. And he's definitely much an entertainer. So, yeah. He also so has a great he, Christmas album. He, oh, yeah. on repeat, on Christmas, on repeat. And Mariah. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, is it even Christmas without them? I know no. that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the signal. You have to have Mariah going. <laughs> as soon as you hear it, trees and decorations out, people. Out. <laughs> well, yes. well, this has been this has been a fun episode because we got to learn more about just our musical taste and everything as we continue to kind of dive into hockey tonk backstage about a little bit of hockey and the music industry and everything and just learning about the Preds energy team and the functionalities that go on there. So before we leave, Megan, uh, what is your favorite part about being a, a member of the Preds energy team? What do you look forward to most when you're working a game? The fans, I mean, in all honesty, they really make the game and the atmosphere. I know right now we can't interact with them as much as we have in the past, but still just seeing their faces, especially now coming back into the arena is so nice. Um, and, you know, I have wonderful teammates. We all get along, which is, probably very much unheard of having a big large group of girls um but we all do we all get along we're all really good friends so um and like lucy being one of my best friends it's brought a lot of great friendships and memories mm -hmm. so that's and that's so awesome to see that you would start off as co-workers and then become best friends that's a yeah, fantastic yeah. story it's fantastic that's crazy. Story. She's literally family. My mom asks about her all the time. She's like, how's making?" I'm I like, always am like, tell mom I said, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, she's another, my sister, my mom's other daughter. Would, did you ever expect this to happen when you moved here, Lucy? No, it's just wild. It, like, I mean, we were in Gatlinburg and I just told her, I was like, this life that I have, you know, it's not perfect. We're all going to have our, our, like our own ups and downs. Um, but this life is just so much more than I could have ever expected. And it's because of her and like my other Preds, like friends that I've made, like we're really close with a lot of them. And we just went over to one of the guys' house the other day and it was so much fun. And I just kind of had to step back and just, you know, thank God. I'm just like, wow, this is so much more than I could have ever imagined. So no, my little tomboy self would have never imagined I would have been <laughs> doing what I'm doing, let alone would have had Megan in my life. So very thankful for it all. I think that is a perfect note to end it on as we kind of wrap mm -hmm. up and go full circle that I think the past year taught us a lot of ways to appreciate different things and different mm -hmm. people and the yeah. relationships and connections that we have with people even more. So folks, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back with another episode in a couple of weeks. And for Lucy and big thanks to Megan for joining us. This is Justin Bradford. You've been listening to Tonk Backstage. <laughs> thanks guys. Bye. Bye.